Welcome into the Train with the Best podcast. I'm Craig Hoffman. Be joined in a second by Chris Gorez and our guest today, our good friend Lauren Kansky, for a little nutrition talk. Uh, I was listening to, as we'll tell you in a little bit, I was listening to a podcast the other day. I heard an ad for a quote-unquote nutrition product. It made me very angry. I called Chris. I left him a voicemail and was like, we need a nutrition person. And so here we are. Also wanted to thank everybody who's been reaching out about Whoop uh, since I became an affiliate. We announced that about a month ago on the pod. Uh, If you would like to get $30 off your Whoop membership, which is a full month off a six-month membership, and it's almost two and a half months off an 18-month membership. Just go to join.whoop.com slash Hoffman. You'll get $30 off. It'll be a great time, and you can join me tracking, uh, whether it's your fitness, your sleep, your recovery. It's amazing. Uh, We've talked about Whoop before, and we should have a a Whoop guest on to talk even more about it soon. So go to join.whoop.com slash Hoffman and check that out. And check out this here interview with our friend, Lauren Hansky. Our guest today on the Train With The Best podcast is a friend of the pod, and she is a trainer at Performance House out in LA. She's on the Women's Health Advisory Board there, and she is a nutrition coach. And when, Chris, I called you the other night uh, ranting about nutrition, and I wanted to combine right. someone who is good at ranting and good at nutrition, there was no other person that we could have <laughs> other than Lauren Kansky. Okay, welcome back to the pod. Thanks, Craig. I'm excited to be back on. Uh, so... I wanted to have you on to, because I have a couple of reasons. One, you know, we, we on last week's show talked about kind of training this time of year. And uh, obviously we were talking a little bit more about athletes, but we also talked about some gen pop training and, and things that are going to have to change as everyone moves back indoors and all that kind of stuff. But there's a huge diet element to that that I want to get to. But the, the rant that I literally called Chris and like left him a voicemail screaming about was yes. I was listening yes. to an ad on a podcast for this new product at Just Egg. And it's like made from mung beans and all this kind of stuff. And and the thing that that ticked me off about it was they they were talking about cholesterol and the idea that like eggs are bad for your cholesterol because they are high in <laughs> the cholesterol that is on the nutrition label versus your actual cholesterol that is in your body, which is different. Just like the fat that is on a um, a nutrition label is different than like body fat. And so I, I wanted to talk to someone who is in the nutrition game about the language that you use when you talk to clients about nutrition and about trying to explain some of these different things. So I know that's kind of like a big topic as a jumping off point. So I, I will just ask you, as you talk to a client for the first time and try to introduce to them some of the big concepts, what are some of the things that you're conscious of and that maybe you've even changed over the years to make sure that mentally they're in a good place with a good understanding of, of how you're going to talk about what they're putting into their bodies? Yeah. So first off, I always like to just clarify, like I'm not a registered dietitian, so I can't really speak to a lot of specific details with nutrition. That doesn't mean I'm not obsessed with it and literally study yeah. every new article coming out. Um, well, and by I the just way, like that's to- also why I wanted to kind of have you versus someone who is that because a lot of our audience is trainers right. as well. People who are giving the same range of advice that you are, you just give yeah. it better because you dive right. into it a lot deeper. So that is perfect for what we yeah. were looking for. Yeah, totally. And I mean, like people, they, I'm sure that they want their trainers to really understand science, but they don't really care. They just want to be told what to do for optimal health and like how they can do that. Um, you know, the biggest thing with nutrition is I, I tell people that it's not all, it's not black or white. There's like this awesome gray space where you can have some mm-hmm. flexibility with, um, you know, eating habits and all that. 
But um, the biggest thing is making sure that you have a well-balanced diet. And it is literally that simple. So like we live in a world of extremes where people think that by being extreme, they're going to solve problems and answers, you know, the carnivore diet, keto, low carb, paleo, vegan, there's so many different ways to eat when really, if we could just blend them all together, they're going to feel their absolute best. Um, and then as far as like, you know, chronic illness, chronic disease, um, the inability to lose weight, whatever it is, that all comes down to, you know, not eating too much <laughs> and making sure you're also eating enough. And, um, it's, you know, it's really that simple. And so I don't know what you saw with this just egg thing, but I'm sure <laughs> it would trigger me the same way because I, I mean, <laughs> eggs, you guys are literally one of it's a superfood for our bodies. Mm -hmm. Eggs are mm -hmm. some of the best things, the protein in it, the amino acid complex is the best we can have for our muscles. And I mean, protein does literally everything in the body. I mean, it, from like a hormonal level, transporter proteins, uh, re regeneration, everything. So, um, I mean, don't even get me started on someone trying to replace eggs or something. I don't know. With mung beans. Yeah, with mung beans. I always feel, I always feel like, you know, like, like what you just said, Lauren, eggs are a superfood and blueberries are superfoods. Spinach is, you know, there are all kinds of superfoods out there that are great for us. But like you said, like there's so many extremes out there. So if somebody hears that, Hey, sweet potatoes are great for you. So then they just eat nothing but sweet potatoes, or they, they eat sweet orange, potatoes, you know. but they still but they still <laughs> douse it with with butter and salt and all the other stuff. So it's just as bad for you as as any other regular white potato. And and it, it's just it becomes this thing of like, yeah, eggs are good for you, but if you eat nothing but eggs, yeah, bad things will probably happen, just like anything else, right? Yeah, you're probably not going to feel good. Your breath is going to stink. There's going to be a whole bunch of things happening, you know? Right. My number one piece of advice I always give clients is, you know, even if they want to lose weight, my number one piece of advice is eat more vegetables because then they're going to get full and they'll probably their overall calorie intake will come down. And I have yet to have that fail with someone because no one is eating enough vegetables, especially if they're in a weight loss scenario. So again, it's like the simple whole foods thing. And, and I love that too, the, the point about eggs of just like, they're a superfood. Like they have all these mm -hmm. things. When, and I, I wanted to kind of circle back to part of what you said about that, which is the hormonal effect and, and the other kinds of things beyond macros. Cause I feel like a lot of people have that big understanding of macros and maybe even calorie surplus. But what are some of the other factors that you think about when you're creating a well-balanced, complete diet? And what are some of the things that you found when you've done your research that you think are really interesting in that space? Um, you know what, at the end of the day, it always comes back to how the person prefers to eat. So I have people who love their protein and they're huge meat eaters and getting veggies in is a problem and like getting grains in is a problem. Then I have, it's usually women, I'm not going to throw them under the bus, but we're hormonal creatures who love carbs and it's hard to get protein in. Um, so, you know, when I just go down like the generic path of recommending diet or whatever. I always try to figure out how they prefer to eat, what makes them feel good. We talk about like, uh, I have them report back to me after they have a certain meal, like, okay, how did that meal make you feel? How did this make you feel? And then we kind of, I don't, I'm all about adding things before I start subtracting things from people's diets and their habits, because that's in my experience, the only thing that is sustainable for them. If I tell you to stop thinking about pink elephants, 
all you're going to do for the next 30 minutes is think about pink elephants. So I'm going to give you options of things to add to what you can think about, and then you'll make the best decision for yourself. Um, and I mean, that's, it's really that simple. I don't even think in explaining that just now, I mentioned one thing about a specific macronutrient or a diet or anything. It was all just about habits and behaviors and, um, and honestly, just not making nutrition so complicated. It's really designed to be very well-rounded. Um, and we need every macronutrient, regardless of micronutrients to function. Um, actually fun fact, the only one that we don't need is carbs. We could, we could live without carbohydrates. Um, but our body loves them when they are available. It keeps our brain happy. It keeps our muscles happy. So well, it's funny that you talk about the, the experience of, of eating and the experience of planning out your meals. Cause you, you know, me and Craig always talk about even with, from the workout side, right? Like people come to us and from a sports science perspective, there are things that we need to do with corrective exercise and functional training and all that other stuff. But nobody ever comes to us and says, Hey, like, I'd really like to work on my dorsiflexion and really increase the abduction of my shoulder. Like nobody says that. Right. Um, we know we have to give it to them, but we also have to sprinkle it in with some of the fun stuff that they like about working out that they know 100%. What, that they have to, you know, they expect. And sometimes, like you said, like creating good habits has to be an experience just like anything else. So what are, what are the, what are the, maybe, maybe one of the top good habits that you can create. That's also a rewarding experience. Um, as far as nutrition goes. Yeah. I, I usually get them to focus on protein because, and this is regardless of whether your goal is weight loss or, or muscle mass gain or whatever it is, performance. Um, I usually have them just focus on getting more protein in throughout their day. And, and then I tell them, you know, once you hit that goal, you can, you can decide how you want to fill your carbs and fats on your own. And when you give them that autonomy, it becomes fun for them. Like I don't do meal plans at all. I just give them, I teach them about calories and macros and then let them have, you know, the autonomy to go do it on their own and just kind of guide them. Did that kind of answer your question? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great one. I mean, adding protein to your diet can certainly be fun. What's, what's one of those targets that you give them? Like, is it, is it the macro target that you're giving them? Is it just saying, Hey, I just want you to eat a piece of protein today. What, what are some of the targets that you give? Yeah. So I'm, I'm huge into teaching people how to count calories. So I am about numbers. I think it's the easiest way and most accurate way to do it, but I will, you know, I ask them to spread it out throughout the day instead of just one big meal. If they can, if they can't, that's fine. We figure out a way to get it in within three meals or two meals or whatever it is for them. Um, and I will have them eyeball. So like goes back to like the palm size, you know, protein source, right, cup full right. of whatever. Um, And we kind of just go from there. And I always tell them, if you don't like something, don't eat it. If you don't like to eat red meat, you don't need to eat red meat. You know, if if you're vegan, all right, cool. You're going to eat a lot of beans and you're going to be gassy. Like, that's just the way that it's going to go. Mung beans, maybe. So, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, mung beans. Maybe that's who needs the just egg is they need. They need. Oh, God. (laughs) The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Super Coffee. Super coffee is a pretty good way to get protein in your diet. If you drink coffee every day, how about it has 10 grams of protein in it? And plus, they just switched to a brand new protein isolate, so it's an even higher quality of protein. And this is very exciting. 
the winter flavors are back. Just this week, the peppermint mocha is back. It is probably my favorite flavor of super coffee. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I actually ordered some new super coffee last week, right before it launched, and I didn't know it was coming back. Now I'm very angry because I missed it by week. I mean, I guess I could just go order some, but that's, I guess, we've now arrived at a me problem, haven't we? Uh, Also, if you like the gingerbread eggnog super creamer, that is back as well, and you can get it at drinksupercoffee.com using the code TWTB. That's TWTB as in train with the best at checkout at drinksupercoffee.com. It's all from Kitu Life Incorporated, who reminds you that if you can change your energy, you can change the world. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus. Hey, you want to know a good way to get protein in your diet? Put protein in your diet. And the best protein on the market is Momentus. Whether you are a whey-based or a plant-based person, they have the best with a higher absorption rate. So you're actually getting the protein literally into your body as opposed to um, disposing of it. Is that tactful enough? Okay, we're going to go with that. Uh, I'm sure Momentus is very proud of this ad. Uh, Instead of it being waste, how about that? That's not really that much better. Anyway, okay, good protein. You should get it at livemomentus.com. They also have other things that can help. A lot of the things that Lauren has been talking about, some of these supplemental factors are in like hormones and, and those types of things are affected by products like collagen and creatine. Also, the new brain drive product. Make sure your brain's in a good place. Uh, sleep is essential to regulating your body's entire nutritional processing system. So get you some elite sleep. All their products are top of the line and they're NSF certified for sport. So go to livemomentus.com. Get yourself a cart set up and then save on everything with the code train with the best. 25 and save on it every single time you buy it. Just set up a subscription. It's 25% off the first round and then 15% off all concurrent orders. The code train with the best 25 at livemomentous.com because if you're going to train with the best, you better recover with the best. And that's why we choose momentous. What about on the other side? Because also knowing our audience, a lot of people come to us for the performance side. You know, it's one thing for the weight loss and, and kind of the, the everyday but are there, does it change at all if someone were to come to you and be like, hey, I'm trying to perform at this level athletically? How, how would you change your advice for that side of nutrition? So that's, it's really interesting. I had this conversation with someone the other day. My specialty is more so fat loss, but it doesn't mean I haven't worked with a lot of athletes. Um, that goes back to a feeling again, because I know, Craig, you played sports, right? Like mm. I, some people do really well eating before a workout. Some people don't like to eat at all. And it's all, and if you think about it, technically based off of science, we should eat before we go play extreme for, you know, blood glucose and quick sugars. Right. Mm -hmm. But some people, some of the best athletes in the world don't perform well. They like to have an empty stomach or they're going to puke, you know? So I, I, again, with my athletes, it just goes back to how does, how does food make you feel before you perform? If we can get something in you, it's, it is primarily carbohydrate, a little bit of protein. I keep their fats low before we go into a workout. And then it's very well balanced on the the flip side. Chris, what were you when you played? Well, it definitely wasn't a shot of Hennessy like some of our guests here on this podcast <laughs> used to do before games. But I've I've seen really? some pretty weird. Yeah, Sant- like- Santana Moss told that story on on the podcast about uh, how he would yeah. take a shot of Hennessy before games to calm his nerves. Seen- it was gone by kickoff because he took it like an hour and a half before and then went through warm ups. But yeah, it got him yeah. chilled out. Not not uh, recommended. Oh my god! Yeah. Although not, Lauren, not like Lauren would obviously recommend line. tequila if you know Lauren. Yeah, it yeah. Be yeah I was gonna say. <laughs> 
So I see some pretty weird like pregame stuff like Tootsie Rolls, Skittles, candy, um, spaghetti, chicken nuggets. I've seen I've seen kind of it all. Like in high school, I was a kid that I was trying to gain weight. So I would just eat all the time. And like I didn't have to warm up. I was I was 16, 17 years old. So I'd literally like roll into kickoff eating a 7-Eleven big bite. Like I didn't care. Nowadays <laughs> I obviously can't do that. Yeah. But I, I actually I have a lot of kids, Lauren, who are 14, 15 years old, and their biggest thing is, hey, I'm 125 pounds. I need to gain some weight. What are some of the things that, that they can do to make sure that, like, one, that they're going to gain the right type of weight, that they're not just going to be fat and sloppy, but two, like, how, how do they make that muscle stick? How do they, how do they break through and, and gain 10, 15 pounds? So it's really interesting with kids. Like I know you just said, I'm gaining the right weight, right? So I'm, I'm guessing by that, you mean distribution of muscle mass and fat mass to some extent. Um, but I mean, kids at that age, just let them, you know, eat what they like to eat and get, it's right. all about calories in calories out. And if they're eating enough and they want to put on some weight, they will, um, and they'll figure out for themselves, like what makes them feel good and what doesn't. I, I trained a, a couple Ironman triathletes a couple years ago. And I mean, they would be drinking Cokes, like Coca-Cola's on the bike while they were biking. And if you think about that, like that's like every like nutritionist worst nightmare, but it's some of the best fuel we can put not best, like just from a performance standpoint, it's just a quick sugar that your body's just right. going to use. Um, so when you look at it from that standpoint, yeah, I don't want to be putting Coke into my system, Coca-Cola, right. but, uh, you know, it works. So, right. I mean, if kids will, and kids are hard, kids are hard because they are picky and they don't value nutrition the way that we do. Right. Um, and it's like so. they eat chicken fingers and like Caesar salad and, and that's it. So it's hard to Let get them, them to eat other stuff. <laughs> Let them do it. I've, I've always yeah, said just, like, like one of the things. When I got to Cornell, I was a whopping 155 pounds as a 17-year-old trying to play college football. And so my coach would just make me eat ice cream. Like with every meal, he was like, he would just hand me a cone of ice cream. And that's what I had to do. So finally, I like I, I broke 165 pounds and like called home. It was like a big celebration. It was like I graduated when I hit 165 pounds. It was a big thing. That's hilarious. Um, all right. Last thing, Lauren, I wanted to ask you about uh, is unfortunately we are in a place as a country where shutdowns are coming and also winter is coming. Uh, not a, not a reference to game of Thrones, just actually winter is, <laughs> okay. is coming. Uh, and, and okay, that means stark. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna all be back inside soon. Just, and this happens every year, nevertheless, in the middle of a pandemic where we're not, I mean, maybe you are cause you're out in LA and it's going to be 70 degrees, but the rest of us here in, in cold land, uh, are going to be not walking around as much, not as mobile. And one of the things I the, like, one of the things that first made me start following you on IG and, and going, wow, I really like her stuff is the way you disassociate food and activity, but there obviously is some tie. So how do how are you thinking about a more stationary clientele as we move into the next couple of months of being cold, being inside and, and probably not moving as much as, as we have been when a lot of us have been going for regular walks and all the things that we've been doing to get the hell out of our houses during COVID. Yeah. So what's really funny is, uh, I tell my clients, uh, it depends on their goals. And if they have like a huge trip coming up, 
through the winter, then we have to buckle down a little bit more. But the holidays can be some of the best things that happen on a weight loss journey. So someone who's been dieting down, really focusing on losing weight for a long time, their their metabolism has adapted to that. It's slowed down um, and it's, you know, they start to plateau in their weight loss, whatever. But um, going through the holidays is a great time to kind of revamp your metabolism. And I'm not saying go all out and, you know, eat like a total ass, but like really just enjoy yourself, enjoy your family and let your metabolism kind of reboot itself. And I know it's probably shocking hearing this come out of my mouth, but it's something that people don't talk about enough. And it's a great way to kind of almost reverse a dieting experience. Um, Yeah, you might put on a couple pounds, but guess what? What if I told you, if you put on a couple pounds now, we're going to take off three times as much when we go back on our cut. So getting my clients into that kind of mindset, I know that's, that's one route. Craig to what you're talking about. But the second is definitely to, you know, move as much as you can. There's, I, you do not need much equipment to get a sweat in or just move your body, get up off the couch. You know, you need the length of a yoga mat, you know, and uh, there's really no excuse to it for it. And you, you, you're going to feel a lot better. Um, And then, you know, I just tell people we overeating is the same type of abuse as under eating. So when you look at your body and you say, it just really doesn't need this much food. And if you go into it with that kind of mindset, enjoy what you like to eat and just watch how much you actually eat. Um, I like that. I think, you know, one of the, one of the most successful plans that I had started with like lint chocolate truffles. And I know it sounds funny, but I was like, I was in Costco and I bought like this big ass bag of lint chocolate truffles because those are the chocolates that I really liked. And I looked at it, I was like, all right, this is 90 calories for each chocolate truffle. And this was when I was getting ready to fight um, to do like a, an amateur boxing match. And I had to get back down to 165, back to my 18 year old weight. <laughs> and I gave myself a lint chocolate truffle at the end of every day if I had a good day. Right. So it was like, hey, this is going to be my reward. And that's what I look forward to. And so now I can I can look at Lauren and say, hey, look, like Lauren is actually telling you, like, reward yourself. Don't don't send me the cottage cheese, weird quinoa recipe for pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. Just eat real just, ass pumpkin just pie. Just eat real right? pie. Yeah. Just eat it. <laughs> have fun. Just, have, just don't have the whole thing. Right. Like have a slice. So go out there and enjoy yourself. Like Lauren so, said, not too much. And and then work your ass off afterwards. Right. Totally. And so just to piggyback off that, one of the things my clients will do, and this is just mind blowing to me, is we take a piece of regular pumpkin pie, classic, right? It's made with, you know, pumpkin and all the sugar and wheat, whatever. And they'll replace it with a coconut based graham cracker crust, (laughs) all this stuff. But when you, when you compare it healthy, it's healthy, right? Right, right. Compare them calorically. Sometimes the healthy one has more calories, Right. Than the other right. one. And so they're actually right. doing more damage when they're trying to do good. They're doing more damage, yeah. which is extra I've, bad with pie, because then you could have just topped it with ice cream and gotten to the and same you one. Had as the two healthy slices, one. You could have two, had two for slices. one. Lauren, do you know how like, it drives me mad to see people eat a tub of almond butter and sit there and look me in the face and say, almonds butter good. Almond butter is so good yeah. for you. I'm like, yeah, but you ate a thousand calories worth of yeah. almond butter <laughs> in that one sitting. What are you doing? Right. Doesn't it make you want to puke? I'm like, yeah, uh, okay, awesome. Almond butter is good for you. Keep, keep eating that stuff. Your yeah. face. Last thing real quick, um, because I know this is one of your favorite points to make and we haven't gotten a true rant yet. So if you would like to, 
floor is yours. Um, <laughs> if people do go all out and, and eat whatever they want, how should they respond with their exercise, Lauren? Is that a good enough, is that a good enough softball to toss at you? To, drip, drip to sip, sip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I like to tell people to just eat it and move on. Um, if you go and you sweat and you want to get a nice sweat and it's going to definitely help a little bit, but you for the, just the sanity of it, you cannot out train whatever you decide to do right. in with food. You just can't. So, um, I, yeah, so this is why Craig knows I go back to dissociate diet from exercise, but I'm yeah. also all about moving your body. Just mm-hmm. go move your body. Don't overthink it. Don't no self-sabotage, eat it move on and enjoy it. Like just, if you're going to eat it, just enjoy it. Yeah. You should you do know? both, but you don't need to, to really, you're not making up no. for your diet with the workout. So don't, don't, don't. do seven yeah. workouts. Don't kill yourself. Don't be at the gym don't for three hours. Yourself. No. Just go have a good workout. And, and, no, and, and no coconut graham cracker crust, weak ass pie. Eat yeah. Real pie. Get that weak ass pie out of here. <laughs> Even if the, the pumpkins from Narnia though, like I, you should be like <laughs> levitating <laughs> off the floor. Uh, that's awesome. All right, no. Lauren, tell everybody where they can follow you on Insta and where they can train with you as well. Because on top of being a good nutrition coach, which you should absolutely, if you're interested, sign up if she has available spots for nutrition coaching. But you can also join her and friend of the pod and Lauren's BFF, uh, Meg Hayden, uh, on Ladder as well. So <laughs> tell everybody where they can find your stuff. Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm at Lauren underscore Kansky. And then... Um, you can also find us through our ladder app. All that, all that details on my Instagram. Feel free to reach out. Um, my website is www.thekmethod.net. You can contact me there as well. Beautiful. And uh, if you see Jeremy Hills before we do, tell him we say hello. Jay Hills, wow. what's up, bro? Yeah, the, the ladder <laughs> family is strong in, in the train with the best right. family. It's 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 two. It's it's a Venn diagram with a lot of overlap. So yeah. Um, Lauren, always good to talk to you, my friend. Uh, hopefully when COVID times end, uh, I can make a trip out west and come see the, the beautiful new performance house in LA. And uh, if you're on the East Coast, you know you know to holler. Yes, come play. You too, Chris. I'm down. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>